Welcome back to Kind of an Expert, guys. My name is Corey Tyndall, and I am your host. And this week, I sat down with one of my longtime high school friends, Sam Gagoff, to talk about uh, him coming out of the closet. Um, he came out fairly late in life, all things considered, and uh, I thought it would be a fascinating chat with him to learn um, kind of how he was thinking about it, and especially since I'd known him uh, and had been really good friends with him for almost a decade. Uh, uh, when he came out to me, it was honestly a bit of a shock. So I really wanted to figure out his mindset there, um, kind of what he was struggling with and dealing with all throughout high school and college, um, how he was uh, handling being attracted to guys while kind of also being in denial. So I thought this is a really interesting episode. Uh, I think you guys will too, even though, you know, I've known him forever. So obviously I'm going to find it interesting, but I really do think uh, that this this could apply to some people, and I hope that uh, you guys learn a little bit from this as well. Um, before we get into the episode, though, I want to give a huge thank you to everyone that's been listening for the past, uh, what is it, nine months or so. Um, we just hit uh, the best month that we've ever had in terms of listenership. It actually feels like we're, we're kind of gaining traction. So I really appreciate you guys uh, listening every week. Um, sharing it with your friends, kind of putting it out there. It means a ton to me. So um, with that being said, you may have also noticed that the cover art has changed. Uh, I was, I actually um, was working with an artist, Jacqueline Echegare, who is uh friends who I've known for a couple of months now, um, who was really awesome. She did the artwork. And then, uh, my cousin Elliot Bates from Bates music, uh, did the new intro theme. So I hope you guys really like those. I hope you guys like this episode and let's get into it. Do you think it'd be better to start with fantasy football and get into it? Yeah, I don't know if there's necessarily like a a great segue for <laughs> any. <laughs> Just like so, uh, fantasy football. Speaking of football players in your fantasies, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, but that that is cut it. The segue there is essentially that, like, we're in a league with people that don't know that you're out. So, but that's mm, like that's true. So that's where I mean, the segue could just as easily be so uh, Jimmy Garoppolo or Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, there take you your go. Pick. <laughs> <laughs> right. The and answer is both. Whoever knows fantasy is like, what? That's not even a comparison. <laughs> of course, McCaffrey. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. From fantasy football perspective, if you pick Jimmy Garoppolo, those two, you are not wise. Yeah. This there was uh, there was actually a Reddit thread that I read where um. Someone last year, uh, someone invited their girlfriend to their fantasy football league, and her picks in the first five rounds were uh, 
Christian McCaffrey because he cute. Yep. <laughs> uh, Dalvin Cook because she went to Florida State and he played with Jameis. Okay. Then Mike Evans because he plays with Jameis. Yep. Chris Godwin because he plays with Jameis. God damn. Then Jameis. <laughs> and she just demolished she would everyone. Crush everyone. <laughs> she did. That's wow. That's like the in March Madness when you get the office pool going and you get the 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 girl who doesn't know anything about basketball but just picks teams based off their colors and then she fucking wins yeah <laughs> she picked duke unc yeah she's the one Kentucky. who picks the uh the 16 <laughs> over the one c right and actually gets it right yeah 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 oh man i mean the now see now we're stuck now i don't know how to segue it (laughs) (laughs) oh i need more coffee so in denver are you like on the apps are you actively trying to date and for context you came out what three years ago four years ago it was like i uh may 2018 i don't know where that is relative to now i guess a little over two years two years and three months okay so what is that like how is that how did you change your your dating dynamic when you were before you were out to after you were like how does that adjust or does it really not besides just like the gender you hit on the dating app that you're looking for um that's a good question uh i i guess the way the way it changed is that, you know, I I was still using dating apps before I had come out. Um, right. And I guess uh, I guess what I remember doing is, you know, and this kind of going on dates with women was kind of what led to me coming out. Because what happened was I remember there was a girl I met where, you know, I enjoyed her personality. Um, you know, she was very pretty. Uh, and we had a good time together, but then, you know, as I was going through the relationship, I realized that like, it just felt off because, Hmm. um, particularly in the bedroom and, you know, eventually that part was starting to show. And I remember feeling like I was just keeping a secret Hmm. and it was during that relationship where. I kind of realized, uh, I say relationship, but it was yeah. very terse. Um, it wasn't a relationship, but it was just the beginning of dating. Right. Uh, but, you know, as I was in that, I kind of realized as that was ending, I was like, I, I, why am I doing this? Why am I keeping up this? Yeah. Like, why am I trying to go after women when I know like there's something holding me back and i knew like even going into that that i had an attraction to men that i was just kind of uh suppressing okay Um, so let's let's get into that because we like i've known you since middle school Mm -hmm. and then we've been legitimate friends for over a decade like to the point where it was like uh senior year of high school I just went over to your house after school and that was just like the daily routine because we'd go play Skyrim or whatever and it was like um I had I had no idea and I know like I I'm not gonna say like I have the best gaydar in the world but I feel like I'm okay at it um but I I had 
I didn't really have any sort of uh, a sense that you were uh, a, a not attracted to women and then be attracted to men back then. So like, what is kind of your mindset in like middle school and maybe even high school? Uh, like how, how did you wrap your mind around that? Cause I know like puberty is confusing in general. Was it just like too much where you're like, I don't even know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Yeah, you know, in middle school, I had no idea. I yeah. still had no gauge. But I was also, I was kind of a late bloomer in puberty, too. Um, but but look at your beard now. But look at my <laughs> beard now. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so in middle school, I really had no idea. And what's kind of funny about thinking back then is like, there are a lot of signs that I realized in hindsight was like, oh yeah, you were definitely gay. <laughs> <laughs> like what? You should, uh, like I remember, um, I remember there was like a, a particular Weeple practice where um, there was a guy I was Weep working. Weeple was an after school yeah. like constitutional studies club. Yeah, type thanks thing. for that. Thanks for that context. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, uh, you know, there was a guy I was working with, and I remember he was laying on the floor, and I remember seeing his butt, and I was like, hmm, that's a cute butt. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, I distinctly remember thinking that, and I remember, um, but yeah, I never, I never took that as a sign of like, hmm, maybe I'm attracted to men. It was hmm. just, yeah, which is so, yeah, which is so obvious in hindsight. And right. I remember there was another time where... Uh, you know, my mom had ordered uh, pizza delivery and then the pizza delivery guy came and I went to pick it up. And I remember I thought he was really attractive and I remember like I was chatting him up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I brought the pizza back in and then my mom joked like, so what, were you just flirting with that dude? <laughs> and I remember having this reaction of like, no. <laughs> to be, to be totally fair. Was. Any high schooler who gets accused of flirting by their mom is going to say, no, no, yeah, shut up, mom. <laughs> shut boy, up, mom. I don't boy. like her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> no, we're just friends. <laughs> um, yeah, so there were definitely uh, signs in hindsight, but for the, for the most part in high school, I was still very oblivious to it. It wasn't until college where, you know, I started to actively realize that I was having homosexual thoughts and even then I was still like I was still in denial because I was thinking mm. like what if people like I was afraid that if there was someone who I can't like I started to talk about homosexual thoughts with them if it would just completely change uh, their dynamic with me whether that was you know negative or it was just different interesting because that's um, that's so I do want to get into college because like your your roommate and one of your best friends in college was gay. So that I did definitely want to ask about like uh, about that since I've, it's not like you were against gay people, but that dynamic must have been interesting. But going back to high school real quick, it was uh, I didn't have any sense there. But then I kind of once you came out to me, which was I think like. June of 2018 so like a month after you officially came out that was when I had a couple of like oh yeah that makes sense um 
and uh, specifically, we were talking about the different porn that we watched when we were 16. And I was like, <laughs> and I had I had said like, um, oh, I like amateur porn. And you were like, ugh, can't do amateur porn. And I was like, what? And you're like, no, 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 they need, it needs to be like super high production, like the most beautiful women ever. And then after you came out, I was like, oh, that makes so much more sense because He's not into women. That's why it has to be the most beautiful woman ever for for him to enjoy. If it's just like an average looking woman, he's not into it. Like I don't know if that had hit you before, but that one hit me. Or maybe I'm. That's an inaccurate hindsight realization, but it was that was one that stuck out to me. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and I guess um, you know, for the most part, I still watch the more produced stuff although i will go i will go into amateur every now and then just because you're bougie yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) um yeah and i remember uh with college too i was on a date with a one of the first dates i went on with a guy um you know i was telling him that no this was after oh got Um, it but uh i was reflecting on the fact that like i had just come out and uh as I was talking about like uh, my college days, I was like, yeah, I lived with three gay guys. And he was like, how did you not figure it out? Then? I had that same thought. That was like, <laughs> it was like, you know, um, I, I guess, yeah. What was kind of the mindset there? Because your roommates were, um, they weren't like super flamboyant. Because I've heard from... Kevin would beg beg to differ. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Kevin was very flamboyant. I take it back. Uh, But it was like... Because I've heard uh, other gay people say like, well, I didn't feel super flamboyant. So I thought like, oh, I'm not that. And so I'm not gay. But then they realized later that they were. But I don't know. what Does that resonate with you? Or did you kind of have like a different mindset around that? Yeah, I guess I did always think of myself as, uh, like, even now I'm still very straight passing, and I'm sure... Yeah, I mean, you're in a fantasy football league. (laughs) Yeah, I love love talking about sports. Um, You know, I don't dress very flamboyantly. Uh, Yeah, I don't think there's anything that indicates that I'm just, uh, you know, that there's just a rainbow following me at all times. (laughs) Besides your good mood. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, I don't know if that necessarily had much of an influence on me having other kind of straight passing roommates. I guess I always interpreted that part of my personality as, you know, just being kind of a more feminine straight guy. Like there's a John Mulaney Mm. bit where he talks about, um, like being on the assembly line as God was creating him, that they definitely had a gay person in mind and they just forgot to flip the final switch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that checks Uh, out for for John Mulaney. (laughs) And that was something like when I was, you know, telling myself that I was straight, like I was like, that's it. That's me. I am this, yeah, I'm this kind of uh, effeminate straight guy who, you know, just didn't have the final flip switched and only to realize later like nope they they flipped that switch yeah QA did their job there yeah <laughs> good job big man upstairs uh the so that's interesting the phrase that you just said like telling yourself you're straight was it an active 
like, oh no, 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 I'm straight. Or was it kind of like a, um, you know, just like a passive, like didn't really think about it. Once I was like, uh, I would say midway through college, sometime during sophomore, junior year, it became active. Interesting. Okay. So is the first step there kind of thinking that you're bi? Like how, how does that kind of progress? Or was it really like a feminine straight guy? And then like, ah, no, 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 I'm gay. I'm not. Yeah, it was kind of, uh, you know, there was a part of it that I did think maybe I was just bi, but I also, for some reason, like, I was demanding having confirmation of my sexuality. Like, I remember Hmm. I wanted to think, like, okay, you know what, I'll have an interaction with a woman that will prove that I'm straight, (laughs) which is strange. And I remember, like... It kept not working out with women, but I kept having, I kept jumping through hoops to say like, oh, well, there was a reason it didn't work with this woman. Like there was, you know, maybe I didn't like their personality. Maybe I wasn't particularly attracted to uh, attracted to them. I wonder why. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that was like your your high school relationship. It was always like, it, it didn't seem like you were ever that super into her. Um, from like an attraction standpoint and, but high school is tricky though, because you're, you're just like, you're going through puberty. It's just nice to have someone to talk to of the opposite sex. So, yeah. And in hindsight to that too, I remember like, as I was, uh, you know, as I was making out with my high school girlfriend, I remember thinking like, oh, this doesn't feel right. But I remember just being like, oh, I guess this is, this is what it is. Yeah, I didn't, uh, and I didn't understand the hype around it. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was um, yeah. See, that's that's an interesting thing. Is like, um, how did you kind of? Because like we hung out with a group of, uh, like our group was all guys for the most part. Like mm-hmm. we had a couple of women, but like, how did you? how did you kind of react emotionally to like me and our other high school friends, like talking about the women that were interested in saying like, Oh, I think she's really attractive. Oh, I think she's really attractive. Oh yeah. Making out with her was really fun. Like blah, blah, blah. And then you just like every single time we say that you're just like, ah, I don't think she's that attractive. Or you're just like, Oh, I have a different type than they do. Like how does, how did that, uh, how did you kind of rationalize that in your head? Yeah, I guess, I guess thinking back on it, like, I kind of, you know, I could still tell, like, oh, this is an attractive person. Like, I can still tell when a woman is generally, um, when they're generally beautiful. So, you know, if, like, I was in that conversation, I think I would just kind of roll with the punches, especially, you know, in high school where... You know, maybe I passively had thoughts, but I was still, like, convinced that, like, I didn't think I was gay at the time. So, like, when right. those conversations were happening, I, you know, it didn't feel like I was lying by saying, like, oh, yeah, she's hot. Right. Yeah, that kind of gets into the, like, objective, subjective. Like, if someone's hot, it's kind of an objective thing. Like, that is just an attractive person like i can like any movie star male or female you could look at it and be like that's an attractive person they're in a movie like that's how that goes but then like 
the calling someone sexy is subjective. So someone could be very average looking, but if you're just into it, then that's like you would say, oh, that's that's sexy. I'm into that. I know they're not the hottest person I've ever seen in my life. So that was like, I guess, was that kind of the disconnect? Like when when me or one of our other friends would say like, oh, yeah, I'm super into her. She's sexy. Would that be like, oh, yeah, I guess I could see how she would be attractive. Was that kind of the the mindset or like, I, I don't know. I, th- I mean, I think so. It is kind of hard. I haven't really reflected on that part of it, to be honest. Um, when someone talks to me about that stuff now, that is how I react. I'm like, yeah, I could see how you can find that person attractive. Yeah. That makes sense to me. And I think... Um, and I could totally see myself using that kind of uh, using that ability to distinguish that in high school and rolling along with the conversation. Yeah. Um, but I'm. I guess I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a pretty uh, psychological question. Just to, <laughs> just to spring on you with no prep. Um, so that's yeah. I mean, it's it's just confusing. So I don't. I don't blame you for not having dug that deep before. So let's um, let's go to college because I I think that is one of the most fascinating things is that you had three gay roommates and then you were in denial about being gay and maybe denial's the wrong word. I don't know. Is that accurate? No, I think denial, at least at certain points in in college, is is accurate. So why the denial? And and you did say earlier, it's like the kind of how people might react differently to you. But I guess like what were what specifically were you worried about in like who would change? And we don't need to like name names or anything, but like. (laughs) Yeah, no, honestly, I thought it was pretty general across the board. I guess I think there were two things that were mainly driving my denial one is kind of that uh that confirmation aspect that i was talking about like i didn't want to go in and have a conversation about this while i was still very even though i knew like there was an attraction to men like i was still it was still confusing in my mind i didn't have my own head wrapped around it Mm -hmm. and i didn't want to get into uh a conversation with someone while I was having those uh, ambiguous thoughts. Although in hindsight, I definitely wish I did. Um, yeah. And the other part that led me to be in denial was that I thought, um, I thought it would come off as I was actively lying to people about who I was as a person. Like I thought. If I told them that I was gay, then it would be like, wait, why didn't this come up, you know, two years ago, three years ago, um, as I've come to know you? Like, right. And then with that thinking, like, do I even really know this person and changing the entire dynamic of the friendship by revealing this, uh, the secret that I was keeping? Right. So I was worried that, uh, yeah, I was worried that people would resent me for keeping that secret. Mm. But it wasn't even really a secret necessarily, or was it? It was. And don't 
don't fuck with the cord too much but Sorry. you're good um i just don't know if that's coming in there so it, it was how long would you say that was a secret necessarily as opposed to just like general confusion years like so you came out at what 25 uh 24 24 yeah so that was so you're talking like age 20 like it's 21 like yeah around there okay from there on like i definitely knew there was an attraction of men okay and i knew like i knew i was actively trying to hide those feelings interesting so you were almost like trying to keep the secret from yourself <laughs> yeah somewhere. yeah no there was a part of that that's why i say it was denial it was yeah. like i didn't want to admit it to myself so i certainly wasn't ready to admit it to other people yeah uh, that yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense to me so who i guess how did you kind of go about coming out like who's the first person that you you talk to like just from the I guess from the having to from the fact that you had three gay roommates like the the logical part of me and I understand this is not like a logical process necessarily mm -hmm. um but like did you ever talk to your roommate about like hey this is like the one that you roomed with all four years like this is kind of what I'm going through like how was this for you or um because he had like a really hard time coming out and i don't know i don't know if we want to get into the specifics of that but it was not a good experience coming out for him and so um it's like did you get the feeling like oh i i have to also hide it from him or was it kind of just like i'm not ready to talk to anybody about this it was trying to actively hide. I was trying to hide it from him. I was trying to hide it from everyone. Right. Um, and the reason being is that I just didn't want anyone to know. I didn't want any sort of... I didn't want... I guess I didn't want it to leak. Like, I didn't mm. want to talk to someone about it and then have that knowledge out there that I was having these thoughts. Got like, it. It was a process that I was only i only wanted to figure out myself which right. again in hindsight if there are anyone if there's any uh listeners out there who are having confusing feelings just you know talk about it because you will cause yourself a lot of mental distress if you don't <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um because you know it's it's a lot to wrap your mind any any situation where you kind of like reassess who you think you are you kind of need other people that that can help uh help you out there so i assume this is um pretty tough in terms of that scale but it's like i it's it's interesting um like the the leak thing is is interesting to me the way that you put that because it's not I don't think in any way that you're trying to say like this guy would go tell a bunch of other people um so like if your your roommate if you did go talk to him this, this isn't like a comment on him like oh yeah he he'll go spill the beans anywhere it's just like that's how kind of severe or like how serious this topic was to you 
Yeah, yeah, I think that's okay. a perfect way of describing it. It wasn't that I had a lack of trust in uh in my roommate. It was that I I just took it very seriously and I did not I just did not want it to get uh, yeah. put out there. So then so you uh you leave college and like I even like senior year you had kind of like done uh some stuff with women I don't think like it was anything you never had like a serious relationship with a woman in college right no I mean it literally oh god this is a little embarrassing but it literally would not go up for women yeah <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily embarrassing or just like biology. Well, this it's biology, <laughs> but trust me, it led to some embarrassing moments. I mean, you can tell the story if you want. I'm not going to make you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I can imagine where uh, some the woman that you're with, uh, they could feel like it was kind of their fault when it really was not it, it really was biology which is just it's tough to explain though right like you can't you can't be like ah it in the situation you can't be like well it's not going up and then just say well i i actually don't think it's ever gonna go up for that because then you've got oh, like the definitely. whole leak problem and like no and that part even though i had the attraction to men i was still like the part I was still actively trying to figure out was like, do I have an attraction to women? So, you know, when it wasn't working, you know, I was still kind of seeking to uh, attribute what was happening to other factors. Like I was trying to think, as I mentioned, like, is it personality? Am right. I am I particular? Uh, is it, you know, is it whiskey dick? And can I just attribute it to that? Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of mental gymnastics going on. Yeah. Definitely. Um and it is interesting cuz we always in high school we were always just like, "Ah, Sam's picky." Um and then <laughs> so we and to were be fair, I still am. You still are. Yeah, right. But it kind of gave you that built-in excuse um of being like, "Oh no, I'm just picky." Um and just because you've been hearing it for the past decade. Mm -hmm. Uh but the um Oh, shit, I had something. Um, oh, so the the way you say, like, you were trying to investigate whether you were in, um, whether you were into women, was it really just kind of like a scientific, like, oh, I want to see if this is happening, or was it like, I want to be into women? Like, I've accepted that I'm into men, but I feel like if I'm also into women, I could just keep leading a normal life. Like, or the life that you had before, or was it purely logical? Like, I want to see if this, if I'm right about this. It was the latter. It was definitely me trying to, like, wanting to have the conclusion that I was into women. Interesting. And then just never needing to acknowledge the fact that I was into men. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think some of that was built in because... um I don't know as I've as I've become more comfortable in my own skin and as I've you know now that I'm a part of the LGBT community it kind of I'm more observant to some of the some of the factors that actively drive negative thoughts about being uh about being gay 
Such as? I, I don't know. Just general. I mean, there's still plenty of rampant homophobia, even though a lot of progress sure. has been made. Um, you know, I want to say, I could be wrong about this statistic, but I want to say it's about one third of Americans still don't approve of homosexual relationships. And, you yeah. know, one third when you're talking about you know everyone you know like there's a good chance that someone is not gonna like you right if you say you're homosexual so you know there's there's kind of the part of coming out where you have to think like oh god is my grandma gonna hate me now um yeah so that kind of makes it like that's something that i definitely did not want to deal with and uh have those conversations um and also just like even for people who you know you may be fine with homosexual relationships and you may not have a problem with it but there's still you know phraseology that people use like whenever someone says the word gay in substitution for like oh that's stupid that's Mm -hmm. irritating like that drives me up a wall because that just makes me think like all you're doing is imprinting in the minds of people that gay is bad Right. Even though, like, even though you may not actually believe that, you may be fine with people being gay when you say that kind of thing. Like, you know, that's the only way to interpret it. Yeah, and I, and like, you know, we used to, and I'd say we as in me and like our group in general. I don't, I honestly don't know if you ever did, but we used to do that in high school. I totally did. I remember there was a there was a moment with my cousin who. You know, he came out at a much earlier age, mm. um, and I think I was, yeah, I was 13, and we were playing Halo together, and when I died, I was like, oh, God, that's gay, and he literally, he told me, can you use a different word, and I responded, oh, that's homosexual? What do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, kids are such dicks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> zero zero perspective yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i mean do you think that kind of led into the um because we i would say that uh like all of our friends are fairly liberal like i would i would squarely in high school put us in the camp of like the person who doesn't care if uh if anyone's gay but we're just saying gay to mean stupid because it's you know fun yeah it's just colloquial right so is that like did those things really factor into you coming out at all or are those kind of like you know they're more offensive now um i don't know i guess how do you how do you look at your history with that word you know it's kind of hard because i think it is kind of a subconscious feeling but i do think that was uh I do think that that kind of played a role into it. And then also, you know, like in our high school as we were growing up, like I think maybe two people came out by the end of high school. Yeah. You know, we didn't really grow up in a very uh, LGBT, uh, I guess, positive space. We were where- we were in a very, um, it was a liberal town, but it was still Midwestern. Yeah, it was still Midwestern. There was still a lot of... There was a big Christian population oh, there. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and there was definitely people who 
I'm sure. I mean, there were people who had negative opinions. I remember. Yeah, I fought with them on Facebook in (laughs) in late high school. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm sure that some of those people, I remember people even in our grade who, like, really did not like gay people. Yeah. Um, So I think growing up in that environment definitely made me, and growing up in this environment where, like, you know, there's a lot of nuclear families, there really aren't many unique situations it just made me subconsciously think like this is the way my life is going to go right and then to you know have this have these thoughts that are actively saying like no that is not the path for you was kind of uh you know kind of a struggle to wrestle with Gotcha. Because college, it's not like you went to a very small college. Like, you went to U of M, which ton of New Yorkers there, ton of LGBTQ, because it's a giant university. It's very liberal. And the RC on top of that. I mean, I think maybe one out of every three guys was gay. Right. So, I guess, could you say, like, kind of uh, U of M was just your time to kind of undo all of the 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 plan that you kind of came up with in high school like un unravel kind of these these other uh like the thoughts of like the nuclear family plan is for me or did that not even keep happening until later it didn't keep happening until later um i think it was beneficial to be around people who I think it was beneficial to be around other gay people and to see them lead their lives and to still see people like, you know, accept them for who they are and, um, you know, they could live their lives. But it also, um, it did reveal the parts to me where like when I was saying like, is grandma going to hate me? Like I was hearing those conversations from, uh, my friends saying like, yeah, yeah. Grandma might hate you. Um, you know, there's yeah. one who, one of my friends, I don't think had ever. He still hadn't told his dad. Ooh, yeah, like because he knew his dad would not be okay with it. Um, right. So I think there was still, even though it was nice to see people lead their lives and be gay and like still be happy and, you know, most people accepting them, there was still. There was a little bit of those ideas imprinted in me that, like, something could definitely go awry. Um, yeah. And I think it wasn't until I was 24 where I was like, that's okay with me. Yeah. So how did you – the perfect perfect segue into what I wanted to talk about, which was just, like, after college, you move out to, to Denver. Um, how did you – how did you eventually get to that point where you're just, you eventually just go fuck it because like I've got people in my family that didn't come out until they were like 50. Like they literally waited until their parents died. And then they were like, Hey, this is like, yes, I'm gay, but I'm not like, we're not going to go advertise this somewhere. Like, how do you, how do you get to that point where you just go like, you know what? I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's actually literally like a perfect way to describe it. It was literally just being tired of putting up this facade. I was like, this yeah. facade is really just because you were you still know, going out upsetting with me. women. Yeah, in Denver. So you just like, so eventually you're saying you just hit the point where you're like, all right, it's not the women. 
like <laughs> not, <laughs> it's it's me <laughs> yeah that was exactly yeah and that's why I kind of uh in the beginning i talked about that uh you know that uh in i guess uh when i was dating that one girl where you know i did enjoy her company and uh i did think she was you know I did think she was pretty, but it just wasn't working. I was like, okay, you know what? If I like this person and I'm still not, like, feeling like I could love this person, like, it's me. It is... Interesting. A hundred percent, I am not interested in woman, and there's no point in trying to keep up a facade that I am. Yeah. So was that kind of a relief when you came to that realization or was it just a hundred percent okay yeah it was such a i mean there was some anxiety initially where like yeah. crap i'm gonna have to tell people that i feel this way and then uh the first person i came out to was uh our mutual friend evan yep um your current roommate who we yeah. went to high school with yeah and then uh my other current roommate who uh i went to high school with he was uh he was second Okay. Um, and then after that, I just kind of uh, called up some close friends of mine, told them. Then I told my brothers. Yeah. Then I told my parents. And after that point, I was like, all right, I can just tell people. And just having that comfort of being like, I'm out. This is just like how I am. This is who I am. And no longer needing to uh, yeah, put up that facade is... A right. huge relief. Yeah. So were you getting like um, serious questions about why you hadn't really had a girlfriend? And I'm not trying to like blame anyone else for like not noticing. Obviously, we would tease you for not having a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. But we'd... Uh, we would just kind of be like, ah, Sam, you're 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 too picky. What are you doing? Like, what's what's? And then it was like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> so were you getting like? I guess going back to the, like, you could have just waited till 50. Like, you'd accepted it yourself. How did you get to the point where you're like, I have to tell other people? Like, you were feeling pressure to tell other people? Or you were, like, just like, I just can't lie to them? I can't, what, I don't know. What's the... Well, I just knew that, like... I guess I knew that, like, at that point, I knew I actively wanted to have relationships with men. Yeah. And I knew I didn't want to like have a secret relationship with someone because that would be yeah. exhausting for me and exhausting on the other person right i don't want to put them through that and trust me a lot of gay people don't want to put up with that yes um a lot of straight people don't want to put up with that either i mean there's always like you you hear stories about like the white girl that's dating a, a black guy and i don't know how much this happens anymore and it doesn't happen very often and new york but like you know like oh i can't i can't bring him to the family reunion or whatever like what's my dad gonna say or something like so i think that's i think everybody agrees that's a huge pain in the ass to have, to have a secret relationship yeah it is i mean look at all the trouble that romeo and juliet went through they yeah. killed them <laughs> exactly you're like oh i don't want to kill myself god damn it <laughs> um yeah, so I just didn't want to lead that kind of exhausting life, and I knew that meant, like, I have to come out to people. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense with your roommates that would come out first, because that's kind of like, 
I mean, how do you hide hey, a boyfriend guys from over. you? <laughs> like, We're gonna play board games in my room. Don't come in. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I remember uh, one time I did bring a guy over, and uh, Evan and Johnny were sitting in the living room, and I was like, "Oh, hey, uh, we're gonna watch something." Bye. <laughs> <laughs> And then the guy I was with gave me a lot of shit for that. He was like, that's the best you could fucking come up with. <laughs> to be fair to you, I have also done that with <laughs> with a woman to my parents while I was in college. Where, like, you know, someone comes back with me and then it's like, hey, uh, we're going to head upstairs. Don't, uh, you know, we'll see. Us. We're studying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the summer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, okay. So how, like, how were the reactions in terms of your expectations? And I am, I'm definitely not asking you to be like, um, oh, my mom said this and my dad said this, but like, was anything surprising from what you thought it would be? And is there, has there been anyone where you're like, oh, well, I guess, uh, guess I just can't talk to them anymore. You know, I think the one surprising thing is that I kind of, I got no blowback, which huh. was, which is insanely lucky. Cause I think most queer people have some kind of blowback from friends or family. Um, and the fact that I have not had none. Yeah. I'm really lucky to have had that experience. Everyone though was like, you know, they were very welcoming and you know, I had, uh, some good conversations with them including one with you uh, yeah i i felt bad in retrospect because you called me while i was at electric forest and <laughs> i had I? to like yeah and i had to be like hey uh i'll call you in like four days and then <laughs> oh that's right yeah yeah <laughs> I called you and you were like hey i'm coming out i was like oh i mean wait four days for this <laughs> i feel like such a dick i seen the kicker <laughs> um no that was fine i mean <laughs> I didn't mind that. I was like, yeah, I can wait four days to tell him. Yeah, like, um, I waited 24 years. I could wait. Like four days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, no, it was really, it was really comforting coming out to everyone. I think everyone was just really supportive and I appreciated that. Yeah. Well, I mean, so going back to like that one third statistic, um, mm -hmm. and this is just me like knowing most of your friends at this point and like knowing where you have been in your life. Like you've always surrounded yourself with very liberal, accepting and open minded people generally. Um, do you think that's because you knew there was like some part of you that uh, was there? Or do you really think like, oh, I just got along with them best and it just worked out in the end? Uh, the latter. I think it was just like, these are the people I enjoy hanging out with. Um, and yeah, I, di I didn't uh, choose friendships based on who I thought was tolerant of the LGBT community before <laughs> I came out. Like I just yeah. chose them because, you know, they were the people I liked. Right. I didn't mean like consciously, but maybe subconsciously. But that's a pretty deep question that I don't know. I don't know if uh, what answer I was expecting there, but um, so I guess so now that you've uh, come out like in this timeline and I'm happy that you didn't get any blowback. Like my reaction when you told me was like, I'm pretty sure I just said, oh, congratulations, because I was like, 
Um, not that I had any, like I didn't meet it in any sort of like, oh yeah, we knew I'm glad you finally got to this point. But from my perspective, it was just like, oh, well, I realized like that must have been, that must have sucked for the last decade. So like, congratulations that you're finally, like you figured this out about yourself. Um, you've hit the point of self-acceptance. So that's that's good that uh, you didn't get any blowback. And not that I was expecting it. There was nobody in my mind where I was like, oh, they might have an issue with it. Um, but now that in the timeline, now that you've come out, like how did you go about uh, like starting to date? Was there kind of a, a confirmation process that you actually were into men or even though you hadn't really done anything with anyone before, but, or were you like pretty sure? And you're like, I mean, I just kind of want to go on a date cause I know I'll like it. Uh, yeah, it was kind of, I, you know, it was literally right. Like when I came out that I went on my first date with a guy. Um, and I remember, uh, yeah, I remember there was a part where, you know, we were getting ready to fool around and I was getting excited and I was like, oh, this is what the hype about this kind of stuff is about. <laughs> <laughs> like, I finally understood it. And I was like, yep, yep, I'm gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, that, yeah. That must have been a surreal experience. It was um, fun. Well, I guess, like, the... I guess everybody's had that, though, right? It just happened earlier for most other people like um like you know you're in middle school or high school and you see you find out like oh other people are kissing or making out or whatever and then it happens the first time you're like oh the yeah this is what the hype is about i like that um but it's just like it was so it was so late for you so do you feel at all like you kind of missed out those first few years or are you kind of happy not well not maybe not happy maybe happy maybe accepting that just like it just took you a little bit longer to get there um yeah i mean i've accepted it at this point um there definitely is regret though that i didn't come out sooner like looking back on it and realizing like i missed out on like all of my college years yeah and um i mean high school would have been really tricky anyway like right um but yeah, realizing that I missed out on that kind of fun all my college years is uh, disappointing to look back on. Um, but, you know, like, I'm glad. And I think I regret it, too, because, you know, I realized all the mental stress that could have been avoided had I just, you know, delved into those feelings um, and those attractions. But, uh, I mean, I've accepted, like, you know what? the past is the past but you know i can i can have fun now and i still have plenty of time ahead of me and you know even though like 24 especially for like our age demographic i think is relatively late um you know there are still people who wrestle with those feelings uh a lot later in life so yeah um yeah i'm just glad i came to terms with it yeah yeah, no, I know I know a couple of gay people that didn't come out until they were, like, 30. Um, and maybe they're somewhere else on the spectrum where they are a little more attracted to women than you are. Like, do you think that would have made that easier or harder to accept that you were gay if you were just, like, a little bit more attracted 
to women? Well, I guess the first question is, do you believe that it is a spectrum or do you believe that it's uh, kind of like a switch? Um, yeah, I, I do think it is more of a spectrum. Um, and I think it would have... I think it would have made it harder had I been more attracted to women or had I been bisexual instead of gay. Um, where, cause then, I mean, as uh, I mentioned, part of that process was trying to figure out, am I attracted to women and can I bury these feelings about being attracted to men? Right. And I think had I, if I was able to figure out if I was attracted to women and, uh, sorry, not that, um, if I had, confirmed that I was attracted to women and if I had realized that I think I would have buried those attractive attractions to men even more and I think that feeling of like keeping a secret from others would have lingered on for a longer time yeah that's a that's a good point so do you think like and and I'm not asking you to speak for you know the gay community or anything but like do you think um, that people that come out earlier, like it's just kind of a, it's an anxiety thing? Because from, from everything you've said, it sounds like you were just kind of anxious about what other people were going to think of this, mm -hmm. uh, of you living that lifestyle. Do you think that people that come out earlier just kind of have more of a fuck it, like if they hate me, they hate me attitude? Or do you think they like... I don't know. It's, a, it's it's kind of a general self-acceptance question more than anything about being gay. You know, I'm not really I'm not really sure. I guess I would think it'd be different from person to person, but I think there is uh I don't even know if it's more self-acceptance because I think you can realize that you're gay and still like be in denial of that. Um, I think it's maybe you're just more adventurous and like you, you know, you're more willing to explore and explore those feelings and, you know, I guess try something out. And when you're 16 and just learning stuff, you know, maybe you google an image of a shirtless man rather than a shirtless woman and um you're yeah you're just more willing to delve into those uh delve into those thoughts gotcha yeah i could but i, could I mean again i'm not i'm not sure and i'm sure it's uh i mean coming out stories are typically very unique to each individual and yeah Honestly, I love hearing them because I think everyone, it's a struggle for everyone in the LGBT community. And, you know, hearing those shared stories of adversity is very, uh, yeah, really uh, adds to a sense of belonging. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that, that leads perfectly into my final question is like, what can what can the rest of us do as allies? And like you brought up saying like, uh, calling something gay instead of stupid should 
should go and um well you know there's there's this whole thing in the comedy community of like oh we should be able to say whatever you whatever you want to say and part of me is like yes i agree with that but then most of me is also like yeah but you also get to pay for what you say too (laughs) like (laughs) you're allowed to say it but like if you have zero gay friends (laughs) don't don't be confused by that (laughs) um so like what can what can the rest of us uh do as allies to kind of like um maybe make that transition or that uh coming out easier for people that that are that did have a hard time coming out yeah i guess just i mean i think the best thing that you can do is just show your support and you know express that uh you know you still like the person um despite those feelings and yeah just show support throughout their process and throughout their journey you know maybe be willing to listen you know if you want to contribute to the community that's also great but you know just express love and support for them that's the most important thing that you can do yeah so that's that's after they come up like what can we kind of do before like when someone is going through what you were uh, struggling through, which is just like I, I'm not sure like how people would react. I don't know, like I don't know. Uh, I'm having anxiety around like suppressing these feelings. I feel like I have to hold a secret. Meanwhile, like for for me, it was like I didn't even know you were going through that. So like how how could how could people like kind of help you while you're trying to figure it out? What would you have liked to see and not to not asking you to call anyone out is like, well, you know, you could have said this or not said this or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, still showing that you support the community will be helpful because, um, you know, as I mentioned, you don't want to. It makes it a lot harder to come out if you are aware that someone is not going to like that choice. Yeah, not choice. Sorry, it is not going to like that. <laughs> Uh, not gonna like knowing here's, that you came out. Here's where we spend an hour talking about you coming out. And you're like, oh no, it's a hundred percent a choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone who says it's just a, you know what? I don't want to get in. No, that. <laughs> I was gonna joke further, but I don't want to. Um, yeah, yeah, but um, so being able to making someone realize that if they come out, you have their back is really helpful. Um, because that, that was something that still helped me. Like knowing that even though I did have a fear that someone would treat me differently, uh, knowing that they were, um, knowing that they were very accepting about, uh, LGBTQ, uh, relations, um, was still helpful in my, uh, my decision to come out to them. Um, and... Uh, beyond that, also, I guess just be conscious that, you know, there are people who are re- uh, wrestling with those idea, like wrestling with those thoughts. So just making sure that you're not showing any sort of uh, disliking of those thoughts you know as i said before like making sure that you're not equivocating gay to being bad or um you know 
just being conscious about that kind of thing is also uh important yeah so that way yeah yeah no i i think that all that all makes sense and obviously it's going to be easier for some people to do that than than others based on you know how they grew up or you know whether um the the situations that they're in but um yeah, I I think that makes a lot of sense, and just like logically, that that seems like uh, it'd be pretty easy to do. <laughs> it's just a you know, it's just a conscious thing. So yeah, sometimes easier said than done. There are certainly people who really have to wrestle with it, but yeah, wrestle with becoming tolerant of gay people. Right, 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 right. Well, Sam, we're at an hour. Thank you for doing this. I know this this was a a very personal topic, so I appreciate you uh, talking about it on a podcast because it really was interesting. It it definitely answered uh, a lot of questions that that I had about it for just in general and for you specifically, you being one of my one of my best friends so i really do appreciate it and we love you both uh gay and straight whatever one you are gonna do so <laughs> whatever I made a, whatever I made you a gesture are <laughs> yeah putting my hand over my heart i realize that that does not transfer over a podcast no that's tough for a podcast but uh thanks for doing this we'll do another one sometime and i'll uh i'll talk to you later all right talk to you later